stout, especially if it's an imperial stout. Jay Z, Asta, the creamier the better. <laughs> and Easter podcast. We are back. Another week, another episode. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. I am your host, Old Head Ed. For those who don't know, for those who do know, thank you for coming back. Um, the podcast, once again, takes a field trip, hit the streets, another journey, and we find ourselves actually at Unbranded Brewing in Hialeah. What brings us to Unbranded Brewing? I mean, besides the beer and the food, um, it's my guest. My guest, Miss B., is the craft accountant, and she's also the owner of no. Natural Buzz. No, what? Uh, the, uh, the owner of both. She's multi CEO. <laughs> multi CEO with the flow. Uh, craft beer accountant and Natural Buzz, none other than Ms. V. How you doing? Very good, thank you, and thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. Um, so, backstory time. I typically do this at the very <laughs> beginning. Backstory How did I get to know the guests? How did I encounter the guests? Uh, beer Fest Fridays. Shouts to the both brothers. Of uh, beer fest Fridays, Pedro, uh, Socrates, yo, the family, the extended family through yes, beer, yes. through beer. Um, recording an episode with them, and while we're recording an episode, you show up, <laughs> yeah. you walk in, and actually before that, I think I had heard your voice before I met you because you were on one of the earlier episodes. With Correct. Them. Yes. And yeah. so, and you had an interesting story because of what it is that you do, which you're going to get into. Mm-hmm. So you pop into the episode that I'm recording with them. And uh, the moment that you mentioned um, craft beers and uh, trying to become a master Cicerone, I was like, that sounds like a word I should know when it comes to beer. Tell me more about it. So we got into it. And we'll get into it again. Uh, But before we do that, let's get into the world of craft beer accounting or accounting in general. (laughs) It's tax season. (laughs) There's a lot going on. There's, There's a lot of forms that need to be filled out. With a bunch of initials, W four ten nineties, and all that other stuff, um, and businesses, if they're if they if they do what they're supposed to, they're supposed to do their taxes as well, and that's when you come into I hope it. So yes, so and, you, and when they haven't done their taxes, and that's when I come, come in. Come up to clean up the mess. Yeah, and clean up the mess. Got exactly. you. Got you. So how'd you get into the um, the world of accounting, and then and then turning it into a niche of specializing in craft breweries. So I've been working in accounting since I was 17 years old, believe it or not. In my senior year of high school, um, my work experience teacher asked me, hey, my ex-husband owns an accounting firm. He needs an assistant. Would you, why don't you go apply? And I'm thinking, I'm 17. What 17-year-old works at a CPA firm? They'll never give me the job. Yeah. And then even my mom was like, girl, you're not going to get that job. So, you know, I'm going to (laughs) try. I went, went to the interview. He asked me, do you know Microsoft Excel? I go, Sir, I do not, but give me two weeks and I'll learn it. He's like, all right, I'll hold you to it. I went to my teacher, who I skipped her class every single day. <laughs> and I asked her, please, miss, can I sit in your class and watch you teach? I need to learn Microsoft Excel to get this job. 
Sure enough, I stayed there two weeks, went back. I learned the little basics and got the job. And I've been working in accounting ever since. Shouts to the teacher. Because <laughs> yeah. she could have been on some old, like, you, you mean the stuff that you would have learned if yeah. you were here? Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. She could have hit you with that. <laughs> no, but she was nice enough to yeah, let me in her class. Her. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, so then um, from then on, I've always worked in accounting. But then it's like, okay, I've been doing it for so long. I want to try something different. Every single time I try something different, everyone will be like, oh, but wait a minute, you're an accountant? And go back to asking me about accounting. <laughs> it wasn't until I started like getting into the craft beer community that um, I met a gentleman by the name of John Falco, who he actually is the owner of um, Lincoln's, Lincoln's Beard. Beer. Yeah, Lincoln's Beard, okay. and now Maxwell Brothers and Strange Beast. Yes. And Shouts to Alex and Strange yeah, Beast. I had asked him, hey, you know what? I really want to learn about beer. I love drinking it. I love the science behind it, and I'll tell me you why. And the reason I like the science behind it is because it reminds me about growing bud. Okay. Yeah. Okay, it all goes <laughs> tied together. Yeah, Hops kind of look like bud. They're the cousins of the, bud, actually. See? Yeah. See, we're learning. So, um, so, yeah, I had asked him that, and he's like, yeah, sure. Look, I'm opening up a brewery. Come bar- bartend for me. You'll be near the brew house. You'll get to know, you know, the operations and everything and how it works. So then I started, once they opened, I started bartending there on weekends, just for fun. Okay. And everyone's like, oh, okay, so you're a bartender here. I go, yeah, but I also work in accounting. I'm a senior accountant at a seafood distributor. That's what I was doing at the time. Mm. And they're like, and you're, what are you doing here? <laughs> what are you doing here? So one of, and then it came to the time when one of the owners comes up to me and was like, okay, so I keep hearing you're an accountant. And he starts picking my brain at stuff. So then he goes to John Falco and he's like, no, no, no. Get her out of the bar. She needs to be upstairs in the office doing the accounting. Yeah. And he's like, no, she's tired of accounting. She needs to be by the beer. <laughs> okay, all right, we'll split her in half. So I got split in half with doing a little bit of beer tending and doing the books over at um, the brewery. Until it just got, and it grew and grew, and I ended up just doing the accounting there. Okay. So I was doing the accounting there, and I was still the senior accountant at the seafood distributor. But I was like, okay, Betsy, you're never going to get away from accounting because that's where everyone yes. always steers me to. Uh, just open up an accounting firm that specializes in craft breweries. That way I'm near beer, mm. I'm working with beer, and I'm doing what I'm good at. So that's nice. how the craft accountant was born. Not bad. <laughs> yeah. Not bad. It's, and to think that that was something, I mean, you would have never thought at 17 year old that that's where you would find yourself. No, no. Yeah. No, so yeah, I've been, um, I incorporated the craft accountant five years ago and have been doing it ever since. Nice. So I, I do a lot of consulting work. I, I'm now here, the, I'm the accounting controller here for Unbranded Brewing Company. Um, yeah, and not only that, I also help small businesses, entrepreneurs, and so it's not only craft beer. I am also in anyone's craft. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you don't craft, limit yourself. I don't limit craft. myself to That's just, excellent. but yeah. it's my passion. Nice, and then you yeah. always you always continue to have streams of revenue coming from different directions. Exactly. That's exactly. not bad at all. Yeah, because I, you'd be surprised. Craft brewery accounting is a lot different than regular accounting. Is it? Yeah. What are some of the For example, they have to pay excise taxes both state and federal have to be compliant with TTB, which is who handles like alcohol, tobacco, beer, which a lot of brewery owners and business owners don't understand, like they don't know about, and also accountants aren't familiar with. Mm, Wow. Yeah. That's that's (laughs) impressive. And then, I mean, and I imagine, do they ever try to pay you in beer? 
Like, I had not you be yes. Oh yeah. Start start up <laughs> breweries. Always pay me in beer, <laughs> which I'm fine. It's okay. Oh, you want to have a cons- a consultation? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. It's oh, that's fine. excellent. I accept beer. <laughs> I barter. <laughs> hey, listen, and hey, listen. I mean, especially some of the really good places with beers. Like, yeah, yeah. I think uh, this is worth an hour's worth of work. Or six packages. Yeah. No, yeah. Hey, do you want another beer? Keep drinking. Keep drinking. <laughs> yeah. The knowledge. Do the numbers ever going. become fuzzy <laughs> with the beer? No, I don't. no. Luckily, no. Okay, you still say. <laughs> Yeah, sharper than numbers. I do. Okay. I think the more I drink, the sharper I get. <laughs> I, I drink. I have a beer here, and uh, my my thing with doing a podcast and drinking is that it doesn't turn out so well really? <laughs> as the show goes on. No. <laughs> I, you know, I'm like, no, I'm just here. I mean, luckily for me, um, people don't tune in for uh, journalistic integrity. Yeah, uh, they just want to. <laughs> yeah, they just want to hear somebody talk about beer, music, and food. Uh, oh. So it's not like they're expecting the world from me. So I could drink, and then if it goes off the rails a little bit. And, and I mean, goes off the rails, meaning that I, I, I not nothing like crazy, but um, I'll forget stuff it's to okay. bring up throughout the episode. That was a fun part about also doing beer fest Fridays. It was okay, that. yeah, because <laughs> well, they stray all over the yes, place. So then I don't feel bad because you have to stop me sometimes because I'll go all over the place. I'll talk <laughs> about this, then shoot to something else, and forget it. Shouts, again, shouts to Beer yes. Fest Fridays. The, the I love you guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of Beer Fest Friday, another thing that you brought with you uh, when uh, you showed up and we were recording an episode was um, edibles. Yes. So I went into that podcast not as the craft accountant. It was actually as B from Natural Buzz. Got you. Because for the craft accountant, I'm LaBetsy or Betsy. Betsy. But then I miss B when it comes to Natural Buzz. Yes. Due to the, the B and Buzz. Yes. Fresh. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and that's how the, the logo came about. It, it being a B is because my nickname was B. Got you. Got yeah. you. So, Between my cannabis community friends. I was so yes. perfect. So I'm going to ask. I know you said that there was a, a direct link between the hops uh, that we use in beer and the, the cannabis bud. Yes. Right? So now rewinds back to a couple of years. So, okay, I was 17. I worked for a craft beer. Then... When I was 19, I got into not necessarily smoking cannabis, but the growing of cannabis. Okay. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And during that time I was with, who's now my ex-husband, uh-huh. um, we started learning and growing bud together. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Was, so, it, was it like a, it wasn't like a, because um, I've had people tell me before that their story started that they were part of, like, an agricultural program at school? Not even. Okay, no. good. All right. No, it was just, he's Jamaican and really loved smoking it and the whole Who business aspect of Who it. And I just really love the plant itself. Got you. It, it's just, you get this maternal instinct when you work with cannabis. Okay. They sleep, they wake up, you watch them wake up. Really? You see them, yeah. Oh, wow. You literally will have the lights off, the leaves are down and sleeping. You turn the lights on, the leaves get up. That's amazing. Yeah. So see, I'm, when it comes to that, like, I am so green, pun. <laughs> no, no pun intended, but uh, uh, I, this is like all new to me. I've spoken to people in the past that have come on and spoken about um, edibles, uh, infused culinary, um, and but even still, it's kind of like it's not. I'm learning as I go. Also, oh so, yeah, well so that, that's that's how I got like super interested in it at first because I never smoked. I would not smoke. I don't. I don't smoke it. Anything. I just love to cultivate it and then cook it. Okay. Cook with it. Yes, I started so. 
I have a big passion in cooking. I love to cook. I love to bake. So I was like, okay, well, why don't not why not mix the two? Yeah. Since, you know, everyone likes a little kick with their cookie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I did it for a couple of years. Then, of course, mommy mode hit. A lot of accounting work hit. I stopped. Mm, okay. Especially since back then, the laws weren't as lenient as they are now. Yeah, yeah. You know, even though sure. it's not fully legal now, it's still more of a slap on the hand than back then. Oh, I wasn't down were... to do some jail time, no, especially yeah. with kids. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, so then fast forward, um, June 20, what, 2019, uh, I started getting an interest again in getting back into the cannabis okay. business. Uh, with all the laws changing and when Florida became for uh legal for medical marijuana i was like well now we're legal for medical marijuana we're a little bit ahead of maybe hopefully getting to we're trending in the right direction yeah so i was like i want to be first step again my business brain starts working yeah i'm gonna be in there with the florida department of agriculture i want my license and i want my name and i want to build this company so that when licenses do open i'm right there front in the line to do it so i created natural buzz Nice. Yeah, that's where Natural Buzz was born, and I just I bake edibles. Not only that, I also make CBD infused self care products. Okay. Yeah. See, now that's something I have questions on because I know I've people mention to me all the time the uh, the benefits of CBD as far as when you get to my age and uh, yeah and things start to hurt. <laughs> yeah, me too. And things start <laughs> no, to hurt. I know. Um, it's now I guess it's it's it, apparently it's very effective, and I guess my concern is that like you said, we haven't we've made. We've trended in the right direction. But Florida's slow. But yes, so it's, I guess it's not a question you could answer, but my thing is like, um, I'm wondering when it gets to the point where um, something like that, if it pops up in a test, like, because I use CBD to to prevent soreness. No, CBD does not pop up in any test at all. Yeah, cheers to that, right? (laughs) That might help. CBD, I do take, so. Okay. I used to pop so many ibuprofens for my um, herniated disc, my sciatic nerve. It was ridiculous. I was like effing up my liver more mm. than even if I were to be drinking with, without drinking you. all these painkillers. So I started drinking 15, 1,500 milligrams of CBD, like taking drops. Okay. Honey, pain was gone. Really? Yeah, because if you don't, if I bet no one knows the science behind it, our body already contains cannabinoids. Really? I'm walking around high right now? Is that what you're telling me? No, (laughs) no. I thought we all wish. No, we need their... It's like they both touch each other. They meet each other and they kiss and they're like, okay, now we're going to get you high. (laughs) (laughs) This is a euphoria. (laughs) Except when it's CBD. Then it just gives you all the health benefits without the euphoria. Because it has the psychoactive properties. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. In the the MMA uh, world, um, they use... Yeah. Oh, I don't doubt it. Yeah, yeah. They, they, it's, it's great. Even it's great. even the NFL recently, there was articles well, about them loosening do... up. They're yeah. loosening up the restrictions on what on uh, the use of uh, mm-hmm. cannabis to uh, heal the recovery process. Um, so that that I mean, like I said, we're moving in the a direction where it's different from years ago. And again, THC has a lot of health benefits as well. It's just okay. the thing is that people don't believe in microdosing. They just Got you. Yeah. <laughs> smoke a smoke up the entire blunt or yeah. eat up the entire cookie and then now you're extremely high so it like defeats the purpose of what it's supposed to be doing yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and I I mean, coming as a non smoker or non partaker, um, microdosing, um I, I the thing that I hear a lot is people say, Yeah, I'll take a bite out of something and 
I don't feel it. And then they go, well, no, I, maybe I need another piece. No, and, you see, that's the biggest mistake. That's so how do, you, how do you determine what's the right amount for you? I always say, take a small piece. Like uh, if I sell one of my customers a cookie. Take a small, tiny piece of it. Wait 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. See how you feel. Take another small piece if you want. You know, a, but give a it bigger time. buzz, but give it the time. You have to understand, edibles are a body high. When mm. you smoke, it's a head high. So it'll hit you straight up to your head. Now you're feeling all the highness. But when you take an edible, it takes a while. So everything starts traveling in your system. You start feeling it in your toes. And it starts coming in waves. Like a call. Okay. Yeah, that's why you're like feeling, oh my God, I feel this everywhere. Okay, I'm not high anymore. Okay, I'm high again. <laughs> okay, I'm not high anymore. Okay, I'm high again. Like, yeah, because it comes in waves. So the yeah. idea is... Generally, don't go reaching for that second. No, unless, okay, to each its own, because I do have customers that I know I just want to get. Yeah, they're, they're trying to get, <laughs> yeah, they're trying to take the express. Yeah, yeah. They don't want to make all the local stops to exactly. get to their destination. Yes, okay. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which I don't advise them, but to each their own. All yeah. right, go ahead. Go one, two cookies. Go, go. <laughs> don't come in milk if you yeah. want to. And I, I mean, and Natural Buzz not only does cookies, I also make brownies. I do tinctures. I okay. do oils. The way you take a tincture and an oil is drops under the tongue, wait 10 Kinda seconds. Kind of like a B12. Yeah, and do. swallow, and the body absorbs it quicker. Nice. So, yeah. That's you know <laughs> what? I, um, this might work out. This might not work out. But um, were, did you have a, because I think we might have met before. At um, a pop-up? Yes, I, MIA Beer Co's, their beer there. fest. I was there. I was there. Yes, we've met. We have met before. Yeah. It was uh, it was actually my birthday two years ago. Really? It was on a Saturday. I remember it was like uh, uh was Rob Bass was performing. The eighties theme. The eighties uh, theme yeah, joint. Yeah, I yeah. was there. You, yes. Damn. Nervous because now okay, cause I always try to keep my craft beer accounting world separate yes. from this like underground natural buzz yeah. i'm like the godmother <laughs> of marijuana type thing and now here i am merging it together yeah, so like, everyone so i work with in the community is now seeing me there with a table with mm. cannabis products yeah. So I was nervous. Not to mention, it was like a whole bunch of. I'm at a casino, and there's a bunch of cops around. <laughs> so every minute, I'm like putting my signs down and putting on my cup. Because what I do is I'll set up the table. I have all my CBD infused products, but then on the other side of the table, you got all the real good goodies. Yeah, yeah. Which everyone's like, oh, wait a minute, what's that over there? I should have started like, out that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like, how are you doing this? But is that legal? I'm like, listen, all of you supporting me has me paying my attorney. I'm okay. Don't, <laughs> yeah. don't ask so many questions. Don't worry about it. Just buy your stuff and go. <laughs> the less you know, yeah, the, less you the know. better you are. Like, do I need to pop out my medical marijuana card? I'm like, no, buddy, it's all right. <laughs> wow, that's that's wild. So it's crazy how our story goes back a little further than yeah. I even thought. Oh, cool. That's so amazing. you went by the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was there. It was a group of people, and again, the group of people were like, "Oh," and they were interested. It caught their attention, and so, and then I mean, of course, there wasn't, it wasn't like three or four steps from where you were at. There was beer samples, beer samples, beer samples. I was samples. infusing everybody's beer samples too. Really? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> yeah. stowaways in the beer sample. Uh, Betsy, let's get them all the information where they could contact you. For all anything and everything accounting, you can find me on Instagram at at the craft accountants i also have a website www.thecraftaccountants.com 
feel free to contact me with any accounting questions or any beer questions, all the fun stuff. Then as far as for a natural buzz, if you're interested in some edibles, some CBD um, products, something to take the edge off of tax season, at underscore natural buzz, DM me to order. Boom. Yeah. My peoples, y'all heard it. <laughs> There's a lot going on. I keep forgetting that there's a camera there. Hey, you never know when you, you're being watched. Yeah, I, I, I forget sometimes, too. Um, that's why I try to not pick my nose. Follow me. <laughs> yes, follow. Description box. You also get all the information where you can find Betsy and the, the many services that she provides. Um, this doesn't mean that it's over. This is just the official business. We took care of that. Now we got to get into all the fun stuff, meaning the brews, the beats, and the eats. So y'all stick around. It's brews, beats, and eats. We're going to get into some beers from Unbranded. We're going to sample, give you our thoughts, and we're going to talk more about this young lady and the word Cicerone. So y'all stay tuned. Big beer, little beer, big beer, little beer, big beer, little beer, 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 beer. Big beer, little beer, big beer, little beer, big beer, little beer, 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 beer. Bruce Beeson Easter podcast, and we're in trouble. Um, <laughs> this is the Bruce portion. I still have Miss B here with me, um, and we're about to get into these beers now. This is this is unusual. For the podcast, because we typically have a flight of four beers, and um, oh really? What a bore! No, I, I, right? <laughs> no, but see, no, now it, that's that's gonna set the pace for future episodes. Because now I'm like, well, I have to do five now. So typically it's four beers. Um, we had ordered two beers, two flights. Um, I didn't know there was five beers per flight, and then they ten beers to try. Ten beers to try. Actually, this eleven is, with a British mild over here, a sessional beer. This is a Brews, Beats, and Eats first. We're gonna sample. <laughs> oh my god, eleven beers. Well, actually, you know what? No, you're gonna sample five. I'll oh, sample yeah. five. Perfect. And then we'll talk about them. Okay. Do you prefer one flight over the Maybe other? Maybe the one with the stout. Gotcha. Or we didn't trade because. Oh well, here. Look, I know you love ambers. Okay. I'll so trade we'll you the porter. Um, and we'll try our best to keep track of them. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then I, are you really into sours? I, recently, yes. Okay, so then keep the sours. So that gotcha. you can keep extending your palate for the sours. That's what I'm talking about. And speaking yeah. of palate, before we get into these beers, let's talk about the term Cicerone. Okay, yes. So if you're not familiar, a Cicerone is actually like how you would describe a wine sommelier. It's, but instead, a Cicerone is a beer expert. Okay. So in order to become a Cicerone, there are four levels so you have the basic one which you can become a, just a typical beer server so you learn the basics of okay. talking beer serving mm -hmm. beer then the real head honcho which is a big deal is when you become a certified cicerone which lets people know you know what you're talking about yeah. when it comes to beer and that way you're tested on not only what's in the beer how to describe the beer when there's off flavors in the beer. so And then after that, you can sit for level three, which is to become an advanced Cicerone. And then there's the master Cicerone. There's literally only like, a, I would say 12 master Cicerones wow. in the entire world. Wow. And yeah. I imagine they could tell you... Um, oh, they can tell you the history of beer... Yeah. Like uh, what's inside the seed of a malt. Okay. Down to every. Or what type seed. of hop is in? Yeah, they can the describe beer. to the T wow. what is in the beer. That's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. 
Um, I think after a couple beers, I wouldn't be able to describe what I'm wearing, but <laughs> let alone what's in the beer. Imagine taking having to test it and drink beer and be able to perfectly describe the beer, not only the way it makes you feel in your mouth, mm. but also what you taste, what you smell, wow. the color. Yes. Man, you got to... A sister only to know everything. See, now, okay, I got... I have Untapped. Untapped is an app that helps you keep track of your... your yes. beer, The ones yeah. you taste. Um, and you could kind of do like a... You could put a picture. You could write a notes on it. The it's a good way to study. Okay. The Cicerone exam. And then it has... It gets to the point where you ask, uh, where it asks you, what do you, would you, how would you describe it? And there's a bunch of already pre-installed uh, adjectives. Okay, and, yeah. And I mean, some of these have like these long ass list of adjectives, and I was like, holy crap! There's like a lot of different words that you could use to describe a beer. Yep, it's um, like so. Usually, what how we call a beer snob, because when you're a sister and you're considered a beer snob. You would take the beer first thing you want to do. You want to smell it. Okay, let's do that. You know what? Since you're already there, <laughs> I am. I guess. Um, so okay. tell me what you smell. I smell beer. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> actually, see, no. But don't worry. They'll tell me. They'll test me. Like, oh, it's okay. What does it taste like? Tastes good. Tastes good. <laughs> tastes good. Well, <laughs> we don't want to give you the wrong answer. <laughs> okay. Well. Okay. So. So just out of your out of your mind. No, you, uh, you can smell you can smell the guava and, I'm, and it's kind of like a cheat sheet because I kind of know what's on this. Okay, well, but good, you do it's smell that there is the presence. Like you do smell, you do smell the fruit. Okay, and one. looking at it, what does it look like to you? It looks like juice, which yeah. is one of the reasons why I got into sours. Okay, yeah, it's cloudy. It's, like, it's it cloudy, cloudy. Yeah, yeah, kind of um, like thick, creamy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's not a lot of visibility through it. Mm -hmm. um, there's a little bit of lacing. Another term Ooh, I learned. I love it. <laughs> Speak beer to me. <laughs> That's it. I'm all out of terms. I don't know. And then, um, okay, so now you smelled it. You looked at it. Now mm. you taste it. Ah, my favorite part. So you got to kind of let it sit there, get in the palate. Oops. What do you taste? What's the first thing that you... Okay, I definitely... At the tip the... Of, from the tip to the tongue to the back of the throat. Let me go back. Hold on. Okay. Uh, definitely guava through and through. Okay. Um, so heavy on the guava. So yeah, the guava's there. Um, th it's I like this style of sour because what I learned from drinking sours is that some beers. And you'd be surprised; it's not even a sour. It's a it's, wheat ale. Because it's a wheat ale. Wheat yeah. ale. Yeah, but the guava, but the guava, guava makes everything, everything sour. Everything sour. So it's not. <laughs> it's a sour fruit. So I like this one. Um, because typically when you go into the sour range, and this is not a sour, but my no, but thing is... but guava makes everything. I think so sour. Um, it doesn't... It's not overpowering with the sour. Um, you can you could tell that it has a wheat base to it, so... This is pretty good. I like this. I like this. It's a, a guava wheat ale. It's not even a sour. What am I talking about? You no, think I would have would a think... podcast based on beer music and food? <laughs> and here I am. It's Can't okay, though. But that's how you, you just start... You get used to You start tasting... So to you, it tasted a little sour, mm -hmm. even though it's a wheat ale, but yeah. that guava taste gives it that, that hint of sour. Correct. What did you drink? So I have the Brace Uranus, with it, which is a triple IPA. Wow. Yeah, okay. this is a triple. This will... Okay, well, anytime you go to a brewery and you hear anything with triple... Triple? It's yeah, whether be... it be a triple or a triple IPA, it is... You get ready Triple to get Belgian. Yeah. 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 Get ready. Yeah, that's a high ABV beer. Yeah. Yeah, so it's very earthy, very... 
It's like dirt in a good way. It's like I like to say it's like dirt, but in the, a good the best way. tasting dirt. <laughs> yeah, possible. it tastes like dirt, but in a great, great way. Lovely. So you up front? What do you smell on that one? Grass. Okay. I smell which, grass. Which is in line with That's the... why, yeah. <laughs> and then when I taste it, it's got like um, a dry effervescent taste to it. Um, I gotta it's... write this down. I know. Effervescent. Uh, um, yeah, it's like dry at the end, very earthy. Um, again, it tastes like dirt to me. It just tastes like dirt, <laughs> but I like it. I like if, it. if you're looking for a taste of dirt in your beer, <laughs> in your that's beer. what you would want to be. <laughs> yes. Excellent, excellent. That's what they usually call what earthy beers are like. It's, nice. It typically tastes like dirt. They came from the earth, which <laughs> most beers do. So yeah, but I love, I love a good. Triple. Excellent. Well, let's not stop there. Let's get into the second beer. Okay, so um, what do you have on your second? I have we'll pick it up and okay, yes. So this is JC and the Giant Peach. Oh, and that smells very good. That's like this is something that I I would like this aroma, like in a room of the house. It mm. has it has a Yankee candle, but it's, but it's <laughs> I a, love it. But it's it, it's peach, but it's not a it's it's like a very subtle peach. Wow, that tastes, again, like a little heartier, thicker than your normal beer. It doesn't have, it's not very light. It's light in the sense that it's it's not heavy like a stout, but it's definitely heavier than a, a lager or a pilsner. And You can taste a stone fruit in it? Yes, mm -hmm. that was the term you used when we first yeah, met, the stone, stone fruit. Stone fruit, that's you just, can, aka it tastes like a peach or an apricot. That's it. That's the, that's the, that's the snob way of saying peach or apricot. But that tastes very good. Um, it almost has a compota taste. Okay, I love like, it. Like for those yes. who don't know, it's it's a baby food. It's a compote. It has a it's a baby food kind of taste, like that peach. Uh, but it's very good. I like this. Mm, okay. Good. See, I love it. You're a cicerone ready already. I don't know. I'm going to have you sit in our yet. tasting beers oh, class. Oh, yes. That I will do. Hey, that if you really do want that, would be awesome. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. What are you drinking here? So, I am being a basic bitch over here. <laughs> I'm just having a golden ale. <laughs> we're, we're, we're all inclusive over here. You could be basic. Which you could be I, extra. Yeah. We have room for you here at Bruce Bee yeah, City's yes, The Podcast. Yeah. I love a golden ale, though, okay. because you can never go wrong on a hot day, you're sweaty, um, you want something crisp, refreshing, Golden Ale is your beer to go. And it's a friendly beer for everyone, meaning yeah. it's not a complicating. You can take it to a party. You can take cans of Golden Ales to a party and know that everyone's going to like it. It's beer. not going to be off-putting yeah, to anybody. exactly. As opposed to if you show up with, like, triple IPAs, and some like, people are going to be like, what the is hell am I drinking here? Dirt, dirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's dirty. dirty. You have, you have to for. graduate sometimes to your tastes in beers. Oh, yes, yeah, of course. Especially after years of the average beer drinker, after years of drinking whatever the usual suspects are, this could be this. This is a a, a leap, you know, when you start getting into beers where they they they're focused on certain flavors or whatnot. Definitely. But but golden ale is kind of like the bridge, or a lager is kind of like yeah. the bridge between the two places. Yeah, and it's Boom. not a high ABV beer. You can throw down a couple and be fine. Okay, nice. Or like me, I can probably drink like 10 of these. And be <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, before we get into the, the third beer, 
Um, early beer memories. Uh, the first time you tried a beer, maybe the first time you enjoyed it. I don't want you to incriminate yourself unless the statute of limitations is up. It's but, up, honey. I'm, all right. <laughs> it's half old. So let's go. First time, first time you tried a beer. I was seven years old Lucky when I seven. first. Well, sadly, so the first time I had alcohol in general, I was four, actually. Hispanic household? Uh, yes. My mom drinking her cacique with Coke. <laughs> and, yeah, the bad thing is that she drinks, chats it up, gets drunk herself, and doesn't pay attention on what her daughter was doing. And so her daughter goes and takes her <laughs> rum and Coke and drinks it, does twirls, and I throw up all over the place. <laughs> Fast forward a couple years later, I'm seven. She's out sunbathing. I remember she's like, what is that bubbly goodness she has right by her chair? I went ahead and tried it. It was... Even though I would consider that crap piss water right now, yeah. it was a Budweiser. It was a Bud. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I drank it. I liked it and kept drinking it until there goes the seven-year-old <laughs> drunk, and she's like, "Girl, you need to stop." <laughs> what does that say about my parenting yeah, skills? Yeah, but the crazy thing is, I've always had like I guess an extensive palate, even as a kid, because by the time I was five, I was eating as cargo. I was having, yeah, like, see, yeah, my, not... my parents always introduced me to, like, you think that typically kids my age were not eating, mm-hmm. things that they weren't drinking, even though some of it was alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you my brain cells are intact, even though I'm a little yes. crazy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that is my earliest memory of, mm-hmm. of trying beer. And then years later, um, when I was of legal age, uh, I got into the craft beer scene okay. and just really enjoyed tasting because normally someone will go, uh, okay, I want to go have beers. I just want to go get fucked up. That's not the case with me. When I go drinking, when I go eat something, I want how I walk you through it. I want to see what it looks like. I close my eyes, what it smells like. When I taste it, what does it taste like to me? Like, enjoy, I enjoy the experience gotcha. of drinking. It's, gotcha. it's a whole experience. It's part of me. the yeah. experience. Yes. As opposed to yeah. taking that, that express right to the fucked up town. Yeah. So, and then when I first started getting into craft beer, it wasn't very popular here in Florida. There weren't very, especially Miami, didn't have any craft breweries. Mm. And I started meeting up and coming brewers that were opening up breweries started going to networking events started trying their beers and then that's how i started learning of all the different styles of beer that's how i really got into stouts heavy i love stouts we're gonna get into the stouts. we're (laughs) definitely gonna get into the stouts dope but not before we get into this third beer right this third one yeah i can't even count right right now so so what do you your third beer my third beer is little you got a lot of interesting ones over there we could switch you want to switch one of them i mean no no because i want you you need to try i tried oh all these different styles of beers i'm testing you i'm interviewing you now this is bees brews and beats (laughs) (laughs) we added an extra bee in there it's been (laughs) co-opted new host um (laughs) This one is their little tart that could, and I almost knocked that one over. Um, <laughs> this smells very good, very uh, it's very fruity smell. It reminds me um, of the first sour I ever tried that kind of opened up uh, my taste to sours. Where was the first sour you ever tried? The first one was Gulfstream Brewing's um, Berry Bombs. I was cool. interviewing. I was interviewing Angel. The homie Angel from Angel in the Hopfields, and um, he brought one out. He had he had just gone on a beer run, picked up a couple different um, beers from different breweries, 
And I told them, my, at that point, my sour experience was, like, not good. I was, yeah. like, the few times I tried, and just, like, you know, yeah, I'll taste that off the off the taps, like, not knowing any history of it. And I, I didn't find one that I liked. And then I had that one from Gulfstream Brewing, and I was, like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Um, a lot lighter, more carbonation. Okay. It took me so much away from the beer. So, for, so saying that, for those people who are looking for a beer taste in a beer, you're not going to find it in this no, one at not. all. Mm-mm. It's it's totally absent, but the smell is great. I used to describe a sour like it's salad dressing. <laughs> it's like salad dressing because it says like that vinegar yeah. flavor to it. Some of them do. Yeah. When they're really fruity, not so much, but if you get like a more sour that's not as fruity, mm-hmm. it's salad dressing. It's, yeah. it's like I'm having a vinaigrette. It goes a bubbly vinaigrette <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with an alcohol content. Yeah, yeah. My first sours were at Jay Wakefield. He makes amazing sours. Okay. You've never been to Jay? I've Wakefield? been before. I haven't tried their sours. Oh, he's like the main person really? first here in Miami who started with the sours. Yeah. I gotta go back then. Yeah. Definitely gotta go back. That one was really good. You taste the fruit. Um, it, it's it's excellent. It's. Just a slightly sweeter than a, a salad dressing would be, but it's... Yeah, because this one's a fruity. The, mm-hmm. the thing I love about unbranded sours is that, again, they don't taste vinegary salad dressing. Like, they're more in the fruit in the fruit side. Like, fruit side, so yeah. you're able to enjoy a whole glass of a sour mm-hmm. versus before. It's like, okay, I take a few sips. Okay, this is nice, yeah. but I don't want the whole glass. Or I don't want another beer. Well, yeah, one of the things that... Uh, uh, sours do for me is that it gives me an excuse to drink it with breakfast. Okay. Because uh, it gives you that whole like fruit. You're drinking. It's fruit juice. There's. I'm sure there's some citrus in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if beer has vitamin C in it, but it's your I guess, smoothie. Hey, yeah, it's got it everything depends on in what you. Yeah. So, yeah. so if you're ever looking for an excuse to drink beer, you know, what I'm saying before. That's funny time. that you say that because that's what I do with stouts. That's my excuse to come into the office and be like, okay. I'm going to have a stout because it's, it's kind of like a coffee. And it's oatmeal you sometimes. Know? You can find an oatmeal style. Yeah. You can find a breakfast style. Exactly. So I'm having breakfast. These are qualifying factors. It's, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge. No, no. But I need you to judge that third beer. So okay, so there? here I have a Hialeah Light, which this is a phenomenal beer, especially for the city of Hialeah. Okay. Because, again, it's kind of like how I described the Golden Ale. Super crisp, super simple. You can't go wrong with this beer. It's having a light beer. Nice. Yes. Now, after you sip it, do you automatically say, I said it, go la? Pretty much. Okay, good, yep. good. Mm-hmm. So, that's how you know you get the whole Hialeah yeah. experience out of a beer. So, stay away from your Miller Light and come to some good Hialeah Light. Hialeah Light, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Hialeah Power and Light. No, Watch me sure. start getting um all these letters from cease and desist letters. Yeah, from, <laughs> from, <laughs> luckily from for you, the there's time. only like four people watching this. <laughs> no, so, <laughs> we're gonna have the whole Budweiser community. They're like, <laughs> what are they doing? They're on the Miller community. What are they talking about <laughs> over there? Yeah. <laughs> Sponsor, cut the check. Cut the check, please. <laughs> so what do you? Well, so you've already explained how, what you think of that. Yeah, I mean, of course, you can see it's real crisp. It's see through. It's light. Is it harder to to, to kind of find? Um, I can like these kind of beer. There's yeah, there's not really much say of what do I? I don't even taste. I can't even describe to you the yeast that was. Yeah. 
used in in this beer. Gotcha. Versus some I could be like, okay, yeah, this definitely has um I what's my favorite uh what's my favorite yeah, I can't think right now. I blame the bears. I blame the bears. Yeah, it's it's working. It's the bruise segment. Welcome back. That's the best part is that you could jump in at any moment and go, this yeast. And then we're like, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what you're talking about. Mosaic hops. Oh, mosaic hops. When you have a beer with mosaic hops, the best way you can describe that beer is that it tastes like weed. Mm. It tastes and smells like weed. Got you. Yeah. Funny that you mentioned that. Shouts to Rob Productions. Uh, capturing the footage here. When I had him on the show, um, I provided, one of the beers I provided for him was the Lucky Buddha. Oh, okay. Lucky Buddha. And and one of the first things he said was like, is this? There's got to be weed in here. Right? <laughs> you see? Because Which, it has mosaic hops mosaic in it. Hops. Yep. Nice. And I'm learning. This is, this is, this is what I like to do here is drink and learn. Now, do I retain the information after the drinks? Totally <laughs> no. different situation. But Probably not. enjoyed learning in the way. Yes. <laughs> yes. Man, how good could I have done at school if I was able to do this? Um, I'm going to go ahead and get into this fourth one. And this is, is this the one we switched? I think it is. No, it no? is not actually. It was the last one. That's Correct. the one I'm actually drinking over here. Okay. This is their Irish, Irish goodbye. goodbye. Do you know what an Irish goodbye is? It's, it, does it last longer or shorter than a Cuban goodbye? And I actually learned on this past Friday what an Irish goodbye is. And it's usually when you ghost someone at a party. Really? That's how it was named after, yeah. Oh, so it's way shorter than a Cuban goodbye. Yeah. Shouts to my Cubans. <laughs> yeah. um, and What's I, a Cuban goodbye? It's when it takes forever. It's like you're, oh, you're getting ready real? to leave. You're getting ready to leave. You're standing by the door. You said bye to everybody, but you haven't left yet. Oh, my God. And then you kind of like, that oh. That makes and so much sense. Yeah, Cubans are like that. Oh, and then it's the next. That's me. And there goes my Cuban listening. That's um, everyone in my family doing that to me. Okay, can you just leave already? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they find yeah, a reason yeah. to keep the conversation going <laughs> as they're standing by the door. Yes. Like yeah. they got all their stuff with them, ready to go. They got their leftovers, the Tupperwares and whatnot. And it's like, <laughs> they took the recuerditos, <laughs> yeah. the cake topper, the piñata topper, but still standing at the door with all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. So Irish goodbye no, would, Irish goodbye is like, would leave I'm, a person wondering... Hey. It's basically, is this guy like, is hey, I'm going to put quarters in the meter. I'll be right back. And then you just, boom. God, that's <laughs> it. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's see where this puts me. Okay. Um, go back to the smell. Um, it has, I'm not a coffee drinker. Are you not? No, I, that's one I'm thing I've never. Obsessed with coffee. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I missed the coffee Bus then boat. you're just gonna hate that beer. You're not and gonna really like stuff. And that's that why malty mm. and coffee. Yeah. and you taste like this is like the Keurig of beers. No. Yeah, <laughs> that's like... an espresso, honey. This is an, yes, this is yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can see where and this should come with a, little small and, cups. And that's a dry stout. Mm. Usually, when you think stouts, it's on the sweeter side. You taste maybe a little bit of dark chocolate, sweet chocolate, malts, coffee. That's this just one. a little drier. That just tastes like um, I made you some Cuban coffee and didn't put no sugar in it. Correct. Yeah. And, and just let it sit or refrigerated so it for good. a little while. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> that way you could keep drinking coffee throughout the day. Yes. Nice. Yes. Now, I'm going to actually give this beer to you. Oh, really? I oh, want you oh, to man. drink this one because this will 
taste it and then tell me if it takes you back to a familiar flavor. Okay. In beer. All right, so the smell alone, I mean, I don't know what it is yet, but I imagine it's a lager. Yeah, it is. Okay. It is. And But the smell alone is is not a typical lager smell. It, it, it's a distinct. It's definitely not something that I've come across as far as aromas when it comes to lager. So I'm hoping that's impressive to y'all. Because, yes. And it's not Wait. meant to be like an impressive beer either. But it is. What, what does it taste like to you? Hold on, because it's different. I'm just going off the fact that I have lager in mind, and despite the fact that it looks very much a little cloudier, but that's different. Hold on right. a second. Go on okay. In. I'm going to enjoy these previous beers I was having while you try them. Man, that is... I can't quite place the taste, but it's. I just know that it's different. Think in your younger years, in your 20s, you're out, it's hot, you're at the beach. You've brought beers. You do something with your beers. Or at least usually every typical Hispanic does Corona. Okay. So you put a lime uh -huh. in the beer. Yup. So, so guess what it's called? Salt and lime. Got you. <laughs> Got you. So that, that beer is like a better quality of the typical Corona where you put in your lime and your salt on, on the, the rim. rim and you enjoy it on a hot day. Wow. Yeah, that's our salt and lime. Now, I've had lime beers before. From TBBC, oh yeah, Bay Brewing. They have a okay. double line. Why well, you've been to all the the breweries? I, no, more, actually, I I've been to Total Wine, and oh, they have all. Oh, cool. They have all okay, the well, good. Well, I'm happy for you. Okay, good. Because good. doesn't mean I don't but plan on going you to. Should, you should do a whole brewery tour. I, I've always I wanted need to. Do to. That. I know that. Um, yeah, uh, Central Florida. I think. Uh, I remember at one point when um, on one of the trips to the kids' schools. Uh, orientation or whatnot when it was my youngest went to UCF my oldest went oh, to FSU okay. so while we were at UCF um, on one of the trips um, I remember pulling up to a world of beer and they're like oh there's a uh, they have um, there's a map mm -hmm. that you could hit up all the breweries yeah and cross them off your so list. Cool. that's something I want to do someday yeah. I'll probably take the podcast on the road and change up the format a little bit but definitely where I go place to place have a beer at each spot Maybe more on the street level thing. All right, that means you I'd have to. Yeah, I, you should. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm definitely gonna do that in the future. That's actually really good because I get again, it has the hints. It's not over salted. It's not over lined, mm -hmm. uh, but that's very refreshing. It sound. It tastes fuller than your typical lager. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's, it's a good quick way of having like a nice beer at a beach. Yeah, definitely. Or a picnic hot setting where you would normally have like a Corona with the lime and salt. Yeah. And, and then the worst part that. is that, I don't know if you ever noticed it, but you know that, you ever notice, has, I don't know if it's happened to you, but you know that uh, when you cut limes in the sun, like the citrus that that travels from the cut, like the, the spray from the skin, uh -huh. it, uh, it will stain your hand. No, wait, no, I never noticed that. Yes, and then just from the sun and then, you know, you could wash it off, but... There's a good possibility you walk around with like freckles on your hand oh. from the. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. never even noticed that's that. So you don't. You can skip that part. You don't have you to see, cut lines or, or bring the la sala la playa. No, you just take your come to unbranded brewing, get your four pack of exactly. salt and lime, and you're good to go. And then you could do like Dominicans do and just bring your spaghetti. To oh the, to my the beach. god! <laughs> to the beach, spaghetti at the beach. Like, I that's love it. it. So that's spaghetti if you don't have to carry the salt and the limes. You, <laughs> La olla. La olla de spaghetti. 
No, because nothing. Really? Nothing. Something in there. Yeah, hey, it happens. Whatever it is. It happens. Leftover awesome. from last night. Yeah, I'm, I'm tapping into my childhood here. Wow. No, maestro de pan cubano con jamón y queso. Oh, yeah. The, the original Lunchable. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Where do you think they get these ideas from? It's from us. <laughs> Our cultural appropriation. <laughs> Let's get into this fifth and final beer before oh, I get God. myself into trouble. Um, what do you got there on your so side? So I have the tree. Oh, no. We switched oh, no. this, this one off. That. So, so I. Got... Oh, I love this one. This is Under My Nutella. Ella, Ella, <laughs> hey, A-A. okay. Yeah, it's actually a porter. So porter is kind of similar like a stout. Okay. So they have that, you know, kind of. They're kind of cousins, yeah. like the hops yeah. and the, the cannabis. Uh, yeah, definitely. More like siblings. Siblings. They're kind of like, oh, more like siblings. They live in the same yeah. house. They live in the same house. Got you. <laughs> I, uh, plenty of times people have asked me, oh, the portals in the south. I'm like, they're the same. I don't know. No, but, that's, <laughs> no, but I, they're different. But, they but just the way that you brew the beer, it, they have okay. their difference. Is it a temperature thing? Or no, because the temperature falls under, under ales and lagers. Temper- that's the, yes. the two determining factor as what temperature they brew at. But... When you get into porters and stouts, what is the difference? You know the difference? Oof. No, I'll have to, I can look that up real quick. We're going to Google No, it's okay. Yeah, we're going to we'll Google, Google that. We'll yeah, Google, we'll Google that. that. And then uh, I'll add it in at the bottom. Or maybe yeah, I used to know that. Better. I haven't talked about it in a while. So That's fine. I totally forgot. Cool. They won't know you. I'm hoping, <laughs> you know what? I'm hoping that you know, while you guys are listening to this, you're actually drinking a beer with us. Um, That's got to be something new I got to include, like... You're sitting here watching the episode, or you're listening to the podcast. Like, why aren't you cracking a beer open and drinking while we Dude, drink? Cheers to that. Yes, and then that way, what we say that's well, I say I'm not gonna say because my guest is always chock full of knowledge. What I say can't be found as incorrect information because you'd be too busy drinking. Exactly. Yeah. We sound sound smart with the sounding smart is, is the key. Sound smart, and then like if you know what you're talking about, and no one will know the difference. No one will know, especially when you're drunk. Exactly. I it's don't. a great thing about craft beer. Yes. Being in this business. Yep. It gives you reason to try <laughs> yeah. something different. It's like, wow, she knows what she's talking about. I or do I? I? I don't even know <laughs> no, what you said. I don't know. <laughs> so that's so Undermine Nutella. I traded you for your favorite. Okay. Which is, is, well, this one's called Tree Fossil. It's an amber ale. So you told me gotcha. you were into yeah, amber in, ales. Mm-hmm. And it's called the Tree Fossil because it resembles a tree fossil, an actual the color. With okay. The color. Yes. Yeah. This does have a... Uh, like a very uh, uh, bark mm-hmm. kind of look to it. An autumn look yes, also to very, it, yeah, where, it the tree, where the leaves fall off the tree, tree yes. fall. We're making connections yeah, here. Yeah. So this is the last one. Cheers. We made it down the road. Mm. Okay. Um, ambers. I like ambers. This one, I noticed the hops are a little more prominent. Okay. With this amber, because um, it the 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 taste I get or the feeling I get is uh, is IPA ish. Oh, really? Okay. As far as as far as what I'm tasting here, uh, so it's not your typical amber uh, or the taste that I get from the regular amber, but it does have an IPA ish taste towards the back. But even so, it's not an overbearing bitterness at the end. It just mm-hmm. it's a remnant of bitterness, and then it just goes away. <laughs> it only happens once in a while. I'm glad we documented this one. Because if not, nobody would believe me if yeah, I said it. Look at him. Wow. How do you, what do you think of that one? I mean, this, uh, a, this is actually one of my favorites. Uh, it tastes like Nutella. It's like a great dessert beer. 
would pair awesome with chocolates. Like, or if you're having like a chocolate cake mm. or a brownie or one of my edibles, this yes. is the beer to pair it up with. That's the one, Hunter Magnitella. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Now we have. Well, usually, when it comes to amber ales, uh, the first thing I think about is like a caramel flavor. Mm. But crazy how nowadays, I, when I've been tasting the newer amber ales, I don't get much of the malty caramel effect to it. Yeah, they taste more of the hoppier side. Yeah, yeah, which is in my in my summation, that's uh, that's what I got from this one. Okay. Definitely. Now we have we have a, a, a one player that's off the board here. Um, it's kind of lingering oh, yes. by itself over there. Yes. What yes. is that? So this is called the Mild. The it's Mild. A British ale. It's a sessional beer. Are you familiar with what a sessional beer is? When you hear the term sessional, what does it mean to you? I a session beer means that you'll be drinking it for a while, or you could drink it for a while. You could sit like you could you could sit down and drink it for a session. In other words, yeah, pretty much. I, and you can have more than one because they're usually very low ABV beers. Okay. For example, that's a three percent ABV beer. Oh wow. Okay. So they'll always be four percent or less. So if you Got have you. more than one, two, three, five, six. So a session IPA, yeah. you can sit yeah. there and There'll drink them. there be different them. sessions on them. Yes. Versus a triple be like, done. one and done. <laughs> one, yeah. one and done. Okay. That also has a coffee taste to it. Now, I've never had that style of beer. So you can no? kind of, yeah. Okay. That's a new type of style. The mm. way that it is, yeah. Because it's dark, but yet it's it's an ale. Yeah. That's and it's funny because going back to the coffee flavor, it takes me back to the the port. Do you taste? Is it malty to you? Yeah, it okay, is. Cool. Despite the fact that it's an ale, but that is different. And coffee, like mm-hmm. I need to switch up to those in the morning. Yeah, I need to switch definitely. To those in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I won't be drunk by noon. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe. but no promises. <laughs> no promises. We don't do promises on booze, beats, and eats. Again, it's a co- it's it's interesting. Uh, because it's not a porter or stout, but it has that feel to it. Uh, but again, I'm not a big fan of coffee, but yeah, I mean, if you, again, if you need an excuce to drink before a certain hour, that's a good brunch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A, a huevo revuelto <laughs> con jamón y papita, and then, you know what I'm saying? Get okay. one of these and you're good. Good, you're good to go. Um, typically I ask one through four, um, or all rules are out. We, we we just enjoyed about eleven beers or five and five. <clears throat> um, we know what your favorites are, which is on the stout side, um, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed the sours. That was very good. The amber that introduced a whole other uh, uh, how do you say um, flavor flavor to flavor me in, in the amber. I wasn't expecting the typical that amber. Yeah, yeah, and that was really good too. Um, which is the great thing about um, craft beer is that sometimes what you your go-to beer is, you can go to a brewery and it tastes completely different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's and it's great because you know that they're not producing the same thing over exactly. and over again. Exactly. Excellent. Uh, real quick, the beer you drink nowadays, your beer of choice nowadays. I know early on you sampled a, a, a Bud Light, you know, without your mom realizing. <laughs> you're, you're, a, you're a big stout fan. Um is there a particular stout that you really go to? Bourbon barrel. Mm. Bourbon barrel aged stouts. Imperial okay. stouts. I like my stouts put inside bourbon barrels, left there aging for a few months to years, bottled up, cracked open, nice and cold, 
in my semester glass. That yeah. way it gives you a challenge as to pick out all the, the yeah. different notes. Because it's taking it's taking flavor from the wood, mm -hmm. the, the, the bourbon soaked yes. wood. Yeah, so it's like I'm enjoying a whiskey, I'm enjoying a bourbon, and I'm enjoying a beer all in one. Yeah. Yes, I love it. And as busy as you are, you try to you gotta combine these things. Yes, I do. You got no time. And it has the coffee notes in and it, it too. And it has the coffee notes. So I have it. my all in one. I stay upbeat. I get my calm effect. I'm enjoying my 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 spirit, which is my bourbon or whiskey, mm -hmm. and I'm enjoying a beer. Dope. What better way to enjoy a beer than that? What better way? Music. Ah. With music <laughs> that leads us to the beach portion. That was the bruise portion. Bruise beats and east, y'all stay tuned. I got Miss B with me still. Rockin' beats, 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 rockin' beats, beats, beats. Bruise beats and eats the podcast. Did I say cash? That sounded like I said cash. The, the podcast. The, the podcast. Peace out, bees. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> bruise beats and eats the podcast. See, that's that's the alcohol talking. <laughs> um, this is the podcast. The podcast where we talk beer, music, and food, along with a knowledgeable guest. And uh, we have me made it. Meet it. Mead. We oh mead. Mead. That's a whole other topic. Yeah, yeah, it is. Honey wine. Are you into mead? Uh, no. Uh, but, 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 that, but it exists. It exists. Yeah, mead ciders. That's a whole other. Yeah. Now, hey, listen. For for my listeners who enjoy meads and ciders, stick around. You never know. I might jump into meads. I don't know. And but I for, might and I might infuse it. And you might made of honey, and it goes with my whole branding of bees. Natural buzz. Yeah. So Follow. stay tuned for infused mead. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. But in the meantime, we're gonna talk beats. And in this portion is where we get to know my guest's musical taste, um, what she grew up listening to, um, what she's listening to nowadays, what her playlist consists of. What does she listen to while she's cramming numbers? Or maybe that even happens, I don't know, but we'll find out. Uh, Miss B, growing up, what were you listening to? Growing up, rap. Okay. Dr. Dre, Snoop Doggy Dogg. Okay. My favorite. Yeah. Ice Cube. Big I was fan. all into the ghetto rap. Okay. Growing up. Got you. But then at the same time, you catch me listening to Nirvana and Guns N' Roses and Metallica. Mm. So it was so weird. I'm super bipolar with it. So you didn't you didn't kind of corner yourself into one style? No, like never. I did. You went. Oh really? What? Why? Where do you? I, I, hip, -hop? hip hop. That's it. Hip -hop. I, you know, um, <laughs> Are you from New York? Originally. Yeah. Originally. You have the little accent. Do I? I, I haven't been. You know, it's funny because I spent most of my years in South Florida, and I still haven't be, been able to shake that. I don't know no, how that cool. works. Keep but it. Don't yeah, shake I know. it. Yeah, yeah. No, keep yeah. New York with you. I'll be down here with. I mean, I'll fit in with the retirees eventually when I get that age. Because everybody from, from New York, New York comes, comes down, down here to retire. Here. Yes. Yes. So I'll be able true. to talk to them, or they'll be able to understand me. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was heavy hip hop influence for me. Um, even despite the fact that, uh, being from a Dominican descent, like, I never, I was never drawn to, like, merengue. Like, it played okay. at, at parties and functions and whatnot, but it never, um, I never, I never sat there and go, oh, I have to listen to this album from... I appreciate it now. What about, do you appreciate Spanish music now or still do you it, not It's still the it? same vibe to me. Like, if it plays, it's not something that I go, oh, I can't stand this. Mm -hmm. Um, um... It, it's just background music. I love him I don't... from Romeo Santo. Really? Oh my God, he's so hot. Tu favorito. So sexy. Let me find out. That's yeah. what he says, right? <laughs> let me find out. I'll, I'll let you find out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you find out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you find out. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, no, Romeo yeah. Santo's just busy. 
he gets busy, but no, definitely not what I I uh, grew up listening to. Um, so, um, a little bit of everything early on. Yes. Yeah, okay. but mainly like that West Coast. But no, you know, it was a good mix of both because I also loved like East Coast hip hop. Mm -hmm. Um, Wu Tang. Oh yes. It's for the yeah. children. I mean, come yeah, on. Yes, it is. <laughs> Ice cream was like my favorite song from Raekwon. The only girl yeah. for Cuban links. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh that my God, was, I yeah, love that, that was, entire album. Yeah. Yes. That's a strong yes. effort. That's a strong album. Yeah. Definitely. So, so growing up, it was like a good mix of both. But then I would throw in my little, I'd get into like my little metal phases. And okay. Listen to Metallica. Gotcha. Um, Chevelle and uh, Guns N' Roses. Okay. Things like that, yeah. Yeah. And Super Chonga. Like, oh, were you? I was. Were you? Who big? Who beings? Everything with my name on it. Like really? gold jewelry from the ring to the <laughs> double plated. Like I had gold to the bottom. Really? You would never expect. No it. Yeah. way. This little nerd <laughs> with the little glasses here, accountant, was the two little Afro punks with what? the gold teeth and the big no boots. Way. Yeah. That's so reciting. Nice. Oh, reciting all the Bone Thugs and Harmony. Really? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I used to catch everyone's attention because I knew all, so, all the lyrics to it, which really all they're doing is mumbling. <laughs> the Half original. things ain't even words. <laughs> <laughs> the original mumble yeah. rap. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're digging. We're digging here. Yeah. Wow. What are you listening to nowadays? Still, I'm still a little bipolar. So I just, okay. I go with my, my moods. It just gotcha. depends on my mood. Like on the way here, I was listening to Future and... Okay. Um, Doja Cat, but then I'll listen to Marvin Gaye mm. or Frank Sinatra. I'll move back to my heavy metal um, play. I have like different playlists. Gotcha. Depending on my moods. Mm. If I'm in a bad mood, like I'm really angry, I want to listen to rock. Okay. When I'm like feeling like my little chonga side, like oh I don't need him type of vibe, I'll listen to my like girl booty music, okay. like, I could break it down and twerk still, but now I can't drop it like it's hot anymore. <laughs> I can just drop it like it's lukewarm. <laughs> so again, yeah, it's it's just all over the place. Yeah. yeah. But no. like, if you ask me who I would go see on a concert, I'm so, I love Beyonce. I've been to every single one of her concerts. Really? And Jay-Z, yeah. Wow. It's them. I love them. Yeah. Yeah. Power couple. They are. I actually did Jay-Z's accounting. Get out of here, I bro. I swear to God, yeah. Who's these and these doing big things? We got Jason's accountant. No, for just a little, yeah, I assisted. Hey, hey, hey. we got Jason's accountant. All right, Jay-Z, I handled them books. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but yeah, I you can't rap about that money unless somebody's taking care of the money. Thank you. Thank you, yeah, but for, really? uh, for a period of time, yeah, oh, um, so his CPA had reached out to me that he needed something because I'm friends with his CPA. Okay. And he needed some help in the office, and I came in and... Oh, First of all, yeah, I handled his account and Kevin Durant. Really? Yeah, actually, Kevin, one of your um, Comcast bills is under my name. I need you to Kevin, get it together. Stop your podcast for a second, because I know you do a podcast, Kevin Durant. Just stop for a second and make sure that Comcast bill is paid. Come on, yeah. Because when you have, like, I guess, a mansion, you need several servers or whatnot, mm. and Comcast wouldn't take. They need to have like several email addresses, so. His account was like, hey, what's your email address? What's your email address? We need to... We Anybody need to in the closest yeah. vicinity was like... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty Damn. much to open these accounts. Kevin Durant be having burner accounts on Twitter. You can't create multiple email accounts. He's coming after me now. now I just messed it up. But that's all right because he, he talked trash about the Knicks and he went to the Nets. 
wish you the best of luck, Kevin Durant. <laughs> sure. But yeah, definitely um, Beyonce. I love Beyonce. Her, her her live performance. Yes. That is who I go out of my way every time she's coming to town to. You gotta catch to go it. Out. Yeah. You gotta catch yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. Um, uh, okay, Black is King or Lemonade? Oh man, that's a good one. Cause I I jam to Black is King now. Okay. But I'm was recently heartbroken, so Lemonade is Lemonade. my <laughs> album. Lemonade. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's that's the one that helps you through yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It helps me recover from the heartbreak. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> See, and that that's what Beyonce does so well is that she um she provides music uh, a soundtrack for uh going through those things. Yeah. Especially from the female perspective. Yeah. Like always. Hot sauce in the bat in the car uh, in yeah. the back of the car. No, that stuff. Crazy. That's something else. Not bad, not bad at all. Yeah, so I can go like super ghetto <clears throat> to like super Oh, another thing, I am a super I'm a huge Johnny Cash fan. Really? Yeah. That's that's one of the ones that I I, I went to the people... museum in Nashville. What? When I went to Nashville okay. for the Craft Brewers Conference. It okay. Was, I go every year. Gotcha. Um And one of the years it was in Nashville, and I had to go to the museum. I love me some Johnny Cash. Wow. So you wow. see, I'm all over the place. You are. Just you definitely on the are. Yeah. Um, it's funny because Johnny Cash, like a lot of people, hold hold him in that same regard or revere him that way. And it's, I, I don't, you know, I think what I think it is when it comes to like Johnny Cash or um, like Bob Dylan or, or any of those artists, I find myself in a place, to me it's hip hop. To me it's like, it's uh, hip hop like above all else. So <clears throat> um, it's, I've always adhered, adorned, adhered myself. I don't, I'm making up words. I've always stay, stayed to the underground acts. Okay. So if you were on the radio, I probably didn't like listen to you because mm-hmm. it was just too much. It was an oversaturation. So I would I would always steer away from that. Um, early on, I mean, you know, the, like. Early late, on, I love like the camp low. Yes, camp low. Oh, bang it! Like, oh. And the, a style of their own. The the uh, Lucini was was dope. That but, was my jam. But then it, it hit mainstream. That one did. Like that one did. Yeah. But the but the rest of the album, there was so many different yes. cuts on there. Like Sparkling is a yeah. dope song on there. Um, uh, uh, what's the other one? There's a couple different. Uh, oh oh man, there was one that I would listen to. That it was. I think it was featuring one of the MCs was Karachi Raw, and I can't remember the name of the song, but that was it, like the deep cuts. My, I'm more of a deep cut kind of guy. Like I'll find an album, and the songs that everybody gravitates to, I'm like, oh, those are okay, but, but I'll you find that one. That, yeah, I'll find yeah. that one, and I'm like, oh, this is the one that speaks to me. Yeah, um, yeah, Camp Low definitely uh, mid to late '90s they were, uh, but before that, I mean, grew up listening to uh, Big Daddy Kane, KRS One. Um, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, Karis one like the staples, and then uh, and then as time went on, I just stayed in that underground lane where I was. If it wasn't like Raucous or um, Def Jux, these are like labels, the indie labels. Um, MF Doom, I might be MF Doom. I was with no brain. for a while, but Covering that's the guys that I gravitated to. No um, and and it kind of like now in my, in, I say in the last ten years, I've kind of opened up a little more. I started realizing that um, I was. It's a lot of East Coast. I, I enjoyed some of the um the dog for the death row stuff, uh but it wasn't something that I went to like I wouldn't like pop in a CD. But by I like death row. like that like pre Suge Knight. Okay, exactly. So that's like kind of like once he hit the picture. <clears throat> no. Yeah. I don't like any other music. And then I find myself in a place where now, 
I, I have a greater appreciation for the West Coast stuff, but it's because it it kind of resembles a lot to East Coast. The a East lot Coast more now, yeah, yes, it does. yeah, it does. Um, now that now that the mainstream has focused their attention on the South, and then by virtue. Um, Everybody starts sounding South, yeah. even though they're not from the South. No, I love some dirty South rap music. Some Goody Mob, some Outkast. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, again, the I staples, yeah. like the core group, yeah. the people who helped the foundation, even like the, you know, the Two Life Crew stuff earlier on. Um, but yeah, it, that's that, that's kind of why I find myself liking more of the, the West Coast sound now, because they've adapted more of the East Coast flavor, and everybody else is just trying to imitate the South, in a sense that they don't do yeah. it successfully. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my musical taste. And when it comes to music, now, when it comes to music, are you more into the beat of the music? Lyrics. Me too. Lyrics. Yeah. It's gotta, I'm one of those that I listen mm. to what they are saying. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where the music speaks to me. Yes. Where most people are like bopping to the beat. Oh, this has a good beat. But you don't even know what they're saying at the song. To me, it's too easy. I'm like, do you know what the song is even saying? Yes. It's too easy to bop to the beat. Like everybody, it's, it's you know, it's the snake charmer thing. Where it's, you, everybody could fall in love with a melody. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, for you to actually feel what they're saying, that's different. Yeah. Or there, that takes a level of attention. Like you have to pay attention to what it is that's being spoken for yes. you to get it. So no, definitely lyrics from I first for me all the time. Me too. Definitely. Have you ever tried listening to the lyrics to a song? I don't bother. There's too much whining going on. Whining. No, not whining. Whining. Like whining. <laughs> like I'm whining. No. <laughs> but you'd be surprised what the hell they're saying in the band song. Oh, yes. And let's get it from somebody who learned patois from being married for many years. Yes. A Jamaican man. Okay. I was like, okay, all the stuff that I was listening to in middle school. That you thought was, was saying. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they sneak it. They sneak it under the veil of yeah. not you not understanding exactly what the terminology is. Exactly. No, and that's why. Any, even anytime they're like, oh, because I'm not really into like Cardi B's music mm-hmm. or any of these new. Shout to Cardi B. Come on the show. Yeah, she's yeah, she's great. I love yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, but you know, but how they? I hate how they complain about. You know, oh, her music's too raunchy, or the things that she says. Honey, go listen to a reggae song that you were listening to in 1995, and what the hell he yeah. was saying. Yes, that's yeah. some raunchy ass shit, yeah, right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You might not have known it, but you definitely sung yes. along to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, um, yeah. That's where I. That's where I find myself. How did I end up answering questions? Oh, yes, right. You're hosting. Uh, now. I'm hosting. You're hosting now. This is bees, bruise, beats, and eat. And I am your guest, O'Head Ed. Upgrade the sticker. <laughs> B. Miss B. <laughs> Miss B. There's one more thing we got to get into. There's one more thing we got to get into, and that's the eats. So we're going to wrap up the beat segment, and we're going to get into these eats. We're going to talk about pairing. Oh, Definitely. Yeah. We can't, pairing, we can't yeah. go without talking about food pairings, whether it's uh, with beers or beers with edibles. Um, and we'll get to know what Miss B's got going on in the kitchen oh, yeah. and, and, and the dish she can't live without. So y'all stay tuned. It's Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast, and we have reached the Eats portion. Uh, this is the portion of the podcast where we get to know our guests' food tastes. Um, what's the dish they can't live without? 
what's the favorite dish to cook um what they stay away from because that's that's been been a theme sometimes at points in the podcast is people were starting to say oh i don't like this at all or i can't eat that so we could get into that as well um since we have someone who prepares edibles we'll definitely have to talk about the edibles and then what you could pair them with and along with food pairings I mean, we got yeah. beer there's a bunch of beer here beer goes so, great with so many different types of foods depending on oh yeah you can bring so there you go so let's start with the natural buzz <laughs> yeah so my labeling, I upgraded my labeling. I'm very nice. proud. You did, because last little. time when we got together, yeah, you were said that was straight, that yeah. was in the works. Yeah. So yeah, little by little as I go so along, special. trying to be like super official. Suck it, California. <laughs> right? With your dispensaries and your good-looking bags, it's <laughs> getting there. And I love you guys. Um. So yeah. Well, I love to cook. I love to cook. I love to bake. I'm a foodie. I actually had. Um, a blog back when I was trying to steer away from accounting called the Food and Beer Socialite. You, okay. can, you can follow the Food and Beer Socialite. It also has an Instagram. There you go. Um, my favorite food, pasta. I love all things pasta. And when I mean pasta, don't hit me with the boil some pasta and th- stick some ragu sauce. No, <laughs> I mean, no shame to ragu or prego or them bottled up things, but I like my sauces from scratch. So you're putting the celery, yeah, the carrots, Yeah, everything. Tomatoes. I'm like heavy whipping cream, the butter, lots of butter. <laughs> Salt, black pepper. Yeah, everything, like whisking it away. I make mm. my own homemade sauces. Wow. Yeah, and I love my pastas, believe it or not, not even with protein, it's with mushrooms. Okay. Mushrooms, awesome. spinach, and pasta. Mushroom ravioli. So good. See? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got a fan. We got a fan. You're not the only one yes, out there. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely, I'm a big pasta fan. Okay. And uh, if I tell you what's my state, my, the, one, the food that I steer clear from that I'm like, ill, gross, I'm going to take, my, my Latin card is going to be taken away. So we don't have to reveal that if you, you no, want to hold fine. on to that. I hate beans. Really? Frijoles. But like, if you're going to make me frijoles, it has to be blended into like una sopa de frijol. Got you. Or like real creamy. Mm-hmm. Do not serve me watery. <laughs> like arroy frijoles gross. The no, whole, give me moro. You don't want the whole... That liquidy on top of the really? thing, I'll toss it away. I'll give it to my daughter. I don't know. I And that's what I stress on my kids. But then, like, my mom will be like, girl, you know. and chicharos, which is split peas. That's split peas. I hate split peas. That's amazing because so there's like countless amounts of people out there who are like, I don't want the beans, just give me la salsa. Just to wet the rice. I don't a want the sa- that's a sa- don't I don't like the sa- Give me yeah. the beans. Me the and beans. then stick it in a blender and put some crema in it or some cheese. That's what I really? want. Yeah, I hate the sauce. Wow. I really just, I don't know why it just, it grosses me Something out. About the sauce. I don't like it. Moro. Moro. Uh, the dry one. So yeah, I like frijole it, negro or frijole. Both. Oh, the, the both. Yeah, both. Okay. And whatever, like, you can do it, whether it's the Jamaican's um, rice, rice and, and peas. peas, which is the red, mm-hmm. red kidney beans and the rice, or Puerto Rican, Dominican, Cuban, Moro, Congri, call it whatever you want to call yeah. it. But the black beans or the red beans, give it to me dry. Got you. Yeah. Got you. Damn. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's, so that's, that's why it's like, yeah, because usually a big Hispanic thing is to eat beans. Yes. I hate Sauce it. included. But yeah. You're not, you're Don't not give me garbanzos. Give me hummus. 
Okay. <laughs> I, I can't argue with you there. Yeah, I would take hummus over garbanzos yeah. all the time. Yeah. yeah. Little olive oil, lime. So good. I make awesome hummus. Really? Yeah. And I infuse it too, cause I infuse all foods. Like, wow. Yeah. So okay, so the infuse goes through, comes through the form of an oil. Yeah. So okay, okay my base um, ingredient, I have infused coconut oil, which works great for my vegans mm. too. I have infused butter. Okay. And what else do I infuse? Coconut oil, infused butter, any infused vegetable oil, sunflower oil, depending on the recipe. Okay. And then I have what is a tincture which is an alcohol-based infused liquid. I, at first, I basically take 151. I don't know if you were... If yeah, you were yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that has I, the, 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 the cap. The, the that, killer. The yeah, killer yeah. liquor. Yeah. yeah, that, and I soak it in all the cannabis, and it extracts all the THC. I cook it for four hours so that it's the alcohol bases come out of it, mm -hmm. and it's all pure THC, and then that's usually what I use to infuse all my drinks. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so... That's right, because you did show up with uh, a couple bottles. One of them was mezcal, and the other one... I'm trying to yeah, it. so I did a um, um, mezcal cocktail that was infused, but that was the THC and the actual mezcal. Like, I put mezcal in gotcha. there. I did really well making infused coquito this, pla this past holiday season. Really? What? Okay. I was the coquito okay. queen over here. <laughs> New York, what? <laughs> <laughs> Puerto Ricans were mad. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were writing strongly worded emails. Yeah, yeah. They're like, you need to stop this. Listen, you Cuban. You need <laughs> <laughs> this is not your staple drink. This is no. ours. You're Thank making you. us look bad. Shout out to the Puerto Ricans. And yes. Like, it's like Coquita, All my people. Yeah, who Coquita. provided the Coquito recipe. I love y'all. Yeah. Yeah, you just added a different twist to it. You you upgraded it. Yeah, so my coquito had no alcohol, and it. it was purely THC, and then the rest of the ingredients. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you so okay so it's no alcohol. You wouldn't pair a coquito with those one of those cookies. I mean, you, some people did. Really? They would buy the coquito, and along with the edibles, I would. I was like, oh, the coquito was killer. Like I yeah. literally had a little tiny taste test of it. So the thing with edibles, you want an edible to hit you hard, go. Take a bite of something fatty, a burger mm. per se. That day I was barbecuing and like bottling up coquitos. I took a two ounce little taste, like, okay, this tasting right. I went a couple minutes past. I'm doing everything. I'm finally sitting down. I'm having my burger. I take a few bites. I'm like, oh my God, why am I feeling like this? I'm like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> I grabbed the baby. I was like, I'm going to go lay down. My seven-year-old starts talking to me and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm just laughing at everything she says. <laughs> and then she keeps going yeah, because she just she's keeps like, going. I'm like, why is time passing so slow? So yeah. So it's the fat, it's the fattiness of the burger. Yeah, yeah. Fat, fat, fatty foods trigger edibles to work faster because gotcha. um, THC attaches to fat. Wow. So all of your cannabinoids in there and all the fatty stuff, it just starts to absorb together, and it's like, okay, hi guys. <laughs> Let's start so it the hops, party. It, it hops a ride on the fat, yeah. and it's, as it's traveling, yeah. it just gets there quicker. So if you ever buy an infused lemonade for me or any infused drink for me, pair it up with a burger and honey, you'll be lit. What to the gods? What? It just it just can't be. Now disclaimer: it can't be like a uh, a plant based burger because there's not a lot of fat. No, it has to be something to fatty. Be, yes. So yeah. you can think burger, a fatty steak. Okay. Um. Anything saucy that contains a lot of butter mm. in it, yeah. Wow. That'll really trigger the effect. 
And then it it'll cut back on the wait time because I know that's one of the one of the major complaints. Yeah, everybody complains, like, but I don't feel anything. And they're like, okay, now I'm on a couch coma. Well, yeah. I told you yeah. to wait. Patience yeah. is a virtue. Yeah. Like a big a hit also during the holidays that I made was infused macaroni and cheese. I really? make homemade from scratch mac and cheese. Do you put onions in your mac and cheese? No, I do not. Okay, that's, do. that's it's just of... like I do like a five cheese, six cheese, eight cheese type mac and cheese. Wow. Creamy secret ingredient. I'm not gonna tell you. Don't tell. Me. Wait, secret. the fact that there's eight cheeses. I'm like, is there more than eight cheeses? Have you never experienced a charcuterie board? How many cheeses exist in the world? Well, there's yeah. Which, by the way, I make infused charcuterie boards. So. Yeah. We what got, don't I infuse? She's got all the angles covered. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I get creative because I'll make a dish. I love to cook. I'm at home. I'm making a dish, and then it's like, oh my god, I really love this. I'm like, you know what? I can infuse this. Mm. So then I infuse it. I'll take whether it be the coconut oil, I'll take the vegetable oil, the sunflower oil, the saffron oil, uh, a butter if it contains butter. I'll just switch out that ingredient. Also, now for 420 coming up, I'm collaborating with a lot of like companies. Okay. Um, I have this company that they make flan. They want to do a THC infused and what? a CBD infused flan. Wow. A lot of food trucks that want to do like okay. their dishes. I'll just uh, provide like the main ingredient nice. for them. Nice. You mentioned vegan. Uh, cause we're trying to yeah, because I have to cater to my vegans. We're going to try to include everybody in this. Everybody. Yes. What's, a, what's a vegan dish that you would prepare? Cookies. You want my cookies? Oh, cookies my cookies are, are vegan. Oh, the cookies are vegan? Yeah. Okay. I just simplified it and I made all my cookies vegan just for the simple fact that they still taste, they taste great. Mm-hmm. If you're not vegan, you'll like it. And if you're vegan, you're, it's. Conscious that it is vegan and you can consume it. You can consume it. It'll, yeah. it'll open for those who aren't. They might open up their palate to eating more vegan stuff. Yes, yeah. I guess maybe. I yeah, guess. yeah. Well, when you're Besides cookie, what cookies? What else do you like to bake? Brownies. Brownies. Yeah, oh. I like to bake brownies. For I, so I make chocolate chip cookie for the line natural buzz has chocolate chip cookies snickerdoodle and white macadamia white chocolate macadamia nut cookies so that would get me in trouble oh you yeah do, i'm like i was gonna i was gonna lead to it it's like how do you keep the adult <laughs> snacks away from the kids snacks because i would have to stay so on the kids snack thing. side yeah of course in my house there's a natural buzz cabinet Got from you. all of my kids down to my 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 seven-year-old is always like mommy are those the bad cookies she knows not to touch the bad cookies, mm-hmm. the bad brownies. What's yeah. bad? Or oh, it smells like that's the bad stuff. Not bad meaning bad, but bad <laughs> meaning good. Exactly. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So there is so there is knows. a location where they're like, we stay away from that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd so be hanging know. out with the kids, be like, uh, let's get the regular ones. <laughs> so I I do every single time I bake, I bake them their regular stuff okay. too. So everything, and again, everything that I do make THC infused, I also make it CBD infused. Because I also have a lot of um, customers that have just come out of surgery or like it for their post-workout or just need pain relief, anxiety mm-hmm. relief, depression relief. All yeah. my mommies helps with breastfeeding for postpartum depression. Okay. I'm actually coming out with an entire maternity line and really? kids line. Yeah. I make my daughter CBD-infused eczema oil and wow. balms. Oh, that is so the dope. best because so I was dope. sick and tired. One thing about me, I if you have eczema, what they always prescribe to you has a bunch of hormones, mm. it's not good for you, and especially yeah. for a little girl. And I was like, No, screw this. And she would get really bad flare ups, 
I read that CBD is extremely good for the skin, for, for eczema, and I made her own balms, and never again has she had to go to the doctor for it. Wow, that's excellent. Yeah. Yes. That's so dope. Man, Miss B's out here not yeah. just baking but changing lives. <laughs> yeah, making things so, happen. So, yeah. So, I really, I do. I enjoy. I put a lot of, it's like I always say, my little motto is I put a lot of love and a lot of bud into all of my products. <laughs> Goes hand yeah, in hand. Yeah, I enjoy, I enjoy doing it. That's why my customers like it and they come back. Yeah. But, yeah, I enjoy cooking. And I've also made my favorite pasta. I've infused my pasta for myself with CBD because I don't. Yeah, I'll be knocked out till next Wednesday if I and won't get cheese. nothing done. Yeah, I won't Everybody get nothing done. I mean, Your girl, it's tax season. I got <laughs> to get myself done. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, I mean, we covered desserts, and I guess okay. Besides a, a, a CBD cookie or a brownie, is there a dessert that you enjoy? What's my favorite dessert? My favorite dessert. Hold on. What is? Oh, carrot cake. Carrot cake. That's a, that, yeah, that, is I my mean, I favorite. think, I, yeah, I think we're in the same boat. And believe it or not, who makes the best carrot cake? Publix. Oh my god, Publix is good. Publix, Publix carrot is good. cake is so good. Yeah, I gotta stay away from it because I will eat that entire bark. <laughs> the, yeah, the, <laughs> the log, the little log, the log. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you get dangerous. Yeah, I mean, I tell myself that it's vegetables, so. Right? That's, that's like Too my... bad that, you know what a carrot cake is? It's like they shave a little Shaving. bit of carrots and everything else <laughs> is just sugar. <laughs> the typical cake. I love it. It's more cake than it is yeah, carrot. Yes. That's for sure. Yeah. That's for sure. It's like a muffin is a fancy word to call a cupcake. A, cup, a breakfast yeah. cupcake. Yeah. It's all the same Zucchini thing. muffin. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. You're okay. not going to get your daily allowment sure. of, vi- of vegetables in there. No. No. No, it's not happening. It's funny. I was recently asked... Uh, uh, pie or cake? Somebody had asked me pie or cake, I and I was like pie, unless yes. it's carrot cake. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Yeah, have you a... have you tried? I'm sorry. Have you tried the um, carrot cake Oreos? I have. What did you think? It was alright. It was alright. Do you normally eat Oreos? But my it's because my favorite Oreos are the lime ones. Lemon. I mean, I'm not lime. Lemon, lemon cookies. I love lemon. Okay, lemon. Oh, lemon cookies again. The lemon or okay. and they made the lemon Oreos. Yeah. 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 See, I'm not a big Oreo guy. Me neither. But when I, don't I tried for cook, I love you, natural but <laughs> Not. not I love cookies. I don't care for cookies. Okay. I'm not a cookie eater. Got you. Yeah. So, but if you tell me Oreos, I'll go for the lemon flavored okay. ones. Yeah, the carrot cake to me is like what opened me up to like. I could eat Oreos because it's this it's this particular. No, but then flavor. I just want I'm um, at Publix. I'm not gonna go for the the carrot Oreos. I won't go for the carrot cake. You're the right. Cake You're is right. There. The proximity is too like, close. Why? Why? Yes, correct. This is why correct. ruin a good thing. <laughs> it's carrot yeah. cake all the way. Yeah. Team carrot cake for yeah. sure. For sure. Um, and man. pies if it's pumpkin. Pumpkin, pumpkin pie. pie. Every holiday, my thing pumpkin. Yeah. Over sweet potato. Yeah, I don't care for the sweet potato. I make a mean sweet potato pie. Yeah, but again, but you know, you're providing for the, the people. I provide those for who the like, people. Just like you the cookies. Like the, like like the, the pecan oh, pie, but I personally love a pumpkin pie. Wow. Yeah, and I think pumpkin spice. I'm such a basic bitch in that sense. All right, I'm gonna admit it. I go to Starbucks and I am one of those <laughs> no. that come September. I will order a pumpkin spice. Do you stockpile up on like pumpkin coffee, like? Like the I do with my little Keurig future. and all yeah, my yeah. Little stuff, yeah. Oh my God, I Keurig, like Keurig I, Joe's with their pumpkin everything. Everything, yes. everything's but I like it. 
I yeah. do. They, I even like pumpkin, the pumpkin spice beer. I'm here for it. Mm. Thank you, Sam Adam. With a little bit of uh, with you. uh cinnamon and sugar on yeah, the rim. Yeah. I've learned that. Some good stuff. Yeah. Elysian, Elysian actually has a very good pumpkin stout, I think it is. Really? I've yes. never had that. Yeah, it's oh, real seasonal. But uh, yeah, I came across one of those. Noted. <laughs> there you Noted. go. There you go. <laughs> Miss B, um, man, we got to know you. Uh, we tried brews. There's still a lot more here, and I feel like I should drink more. Uh, and I might. I might. Um, we got to know your music taste. <laughs> we got to know your food taste. Uh, natural buzz, cookies, brownies. Um, there's infused drinks. Oh, gummies, too. I make infused on the candy side. Hard candies, chocolate bars. And remember, everything THC, I can also make CBD. CBD. For, yeah. the, the... For the non-euphoric pain relief. Anxiety relief, depression relief. But usually for the fun people, I do have all your tasty goodies with cookies, brownies, gummies, cakes, cupcakes. For us. Cheetos. Hot Cheetos. It's a big thing. For real. Yeah. Yeah. Tackies. I don't get it. Millennials. It's baked in right into the the Cheetos. It's different. So when you make your chips or anything like that would get soggy. Mm Mm-hmm. You get tapioca powder, and you infuse that. You get coconut oil, infused coconut oil, and tapioca powder. I'm giving you all my secret. I know it's happening. I got her to talk. <laughs> you mix it with your chips, and there you go. Wow. wow. Yeah, and I make you bags of ruffles and tackies and hot Cheetos all infused. Wow. <laughs> you learn something. There it is. <laughs> Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. As always, I'd like to take the time and thank my guest, Miss B, for taking the time, sitting down and talking it up with me. I'd like to thank you, the viewer, the listener, for joining us for another thank week. You. Thank you for having me. Not, not a pro- this is no, this was a pleasure. I've learned so much and I hope I retain it after I have these beers. If you enjoyed what you heard, <laughs> tell a friend. If you didn't enjoy it, tell an enemy, tell somebody. Bruce Beats, the letter N eats at Gmail. That's how you that's how you can email me uh the same with the ig keep up with me there streaming platforms all the ones that matter your favorite ones i'm there uh youtube youtube is popping uh creating more content as we go whether it's the street level series it's a little tricky with the youtube it's bruise beats ampersand eats the podcast it'll be in the description box as well as the craft beer accountant and the natural buzz and all the information we shared uh, or where to find the information we shared on this episode. Thank you so much again. Shouts to Rob Productions. Yo, Atlantic Barbershop, 6415th West Atlantic. Yo, much love to you guys. Um, everybody else who's involved, who's helped out with the podcast up to, up to this point. I appreciate every single one of y'all. Um, y'all tune in. There's more to come. And shout out to Unbranded Brewing Company. Unbranded Brewing. Peace, Hialeah. Yes, come out. Barbecue. Uh, Fridays. Yes, oxtail. all weekend. We have barbecue all weekend, all weekend, here. All weekend barbecue. Yeah. But there's like oxtail happening on Friday. So if yeah. you're about that oxtail, come through. Y'all Get know up Zach. Tell Zach. We'll slang them oxtails. Yeah. <laughs> and the smoker. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke oxtail. I gotta come back. I gotta come back. Y'all be safe. Take care. Peace. <laughs>